Small Business Spoonfuls is a weekly Q&A with Lisa Smith and Mason Merrill for questions you have about running your business. This podcast is sponsored by HelpDeskSuites.com. You are a busy employer. We are your employment law compliance help desk. Visit HelpDeskSuites.com to find out more about us and become a member today. And now, here's your hosts, Lisa Smith and Mason Merrill. Welcome back to another edition of Small Business Spoonfuls. I'm Lisa Smith. And I'm Mason Merrill. And today we're talking about some hot tips for reducing your workers' comp premiums. Yep, that's right. So what exactly is workers' comp, just to clear that up? Yeah, workers' comp is that no-fault insurance, right, that we carry on all of our workers. People think, no fault, what does that mean? But so what what it basically says is that workers' comp um, is, is... created so that the worker who was injured on the job can collect benefits and be considered free from fault or that, you know, if the employer's at fault, the employee is at fault, it doesn't matter who's at fault. We don't really look into that. What we look at is the employee was injured at work. Yep. Yeah. So basically it's an exclusive remedy system right. that um, basically the employee can't sue you for getting hurt at work. Right. As as the employer. Yeah. So it's uh it's a costly thing. So mm-hmm. this we're gonna talk about this, um, how we can reduce our premiums. Yeah. So one of the first things that we can do is make sure we have a good accident pre- prevention program. So, you know, there are a lot of states that offer free workshops yep. um, for employers to make sure that you know how to de- devise your safety and health program. This goes right along hand in hand with OSHA. Yep, that's right. And so if you've got that going on, you're making OSHA happy, but then you're also, um, you know, guarding yourself in a workers' comp situation because maybe people won't get hurt. Yeah, we can't stress training, 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 training enough. I know. There's so many trainings that have to go on. And this is definitely, even if you work in an office and nobody is climbing scaffolding, (laughs) the most difficult thing they're doing is operating a copy machine. You still need to have a health and safety program. Yep. So this will save you some money um, on your premium. So the next tip is investigate all accidents. Right. So you can't really have a good accident prevention program unless you know what's causing accidents. Yeah. Right. So you want to make sure that you not only do the pre-investigation of what could cause an accident, but when someone is injured, get to the bottom of it and don't do it where you're blaming and wagging a finger at someone, but just figure it out. Yeah. Come in with an attitude of, I don't want this to happen again, or I don't want this to happen, period. Like right. you see a scaffolding or something that you, maybe you have a painting company or you're painters and you see a scaffolding that looks kind of riggedy, you know, think about that. Like, what can I do to fix that so I don't cause a future accident? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like I worked in a place one time and it was it was a school. And so there was, you know, like no scaffolding around. It was just office work, classroom work. Right. And I noticed that there was um, a floor mat that was fraying at the edges and people were like kicking it and tripping over it as they were walking. Well, yeah. no one had been hurt yet. But I took that. I was on the safety committee. Yeah. And so I took that to Big Boss and said, we need to replace this because somebody's going to get hurt or fix it or something, right? And you know what Big Boss said to me? I'm not spending $100 right now out of my budget to fix a floor mat. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wow. seriously? 
So I documented that and sent it in an email saying, I'm just confirming our conversation today where you said this. Please respond back, letting me know that this is indeed your response to my request Yeah. as per the safety committee member. And Big Boss wrote me back and said, just kidding. We're getting it fixed right away. Yeah. You know, so we have got to take initiative and make sure that people don't get in our way of yeah. these problems too, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Good this, record keeping. And, and this kind of calls back to an episode we had a couple of weeks ago about the 10 secrets CEOs won't tell you yeah. kind of thing. They, they they view you as a cost, uh, like a cost type thing. So exactly. when you bring something to them, they're always, you're not always going to be met with the right response. But if you go through the right process like you did, in this situation, their hands are tied. They got to fix it. It's, That's it. You know, they'll, and hopefully like this, like this boss that you worked for, they'll see the, the um, yeah. benefits there <laughs> yeah. and what you're trying to do. Exactly. You know, you're trying to help him out more than anything. Exactly. So, so our next um, point is report all accidents promptly. Yeah. So the sooner an accident report is filed after it happens, you know, the better evaluation you can have of the entire situation. The employee can be evaluated properly, cared for properly. Yeah. And if we don't act on things, then our employee could be like, I'm calling an attorney. Yeah. You don't want a disgruntled employee because you're delaying their treatment or um, care, you know, the exactly. what worker comp is supposed to cover in this situation. Exactly. Okay, so number four is stay in touch with injured employees and their doctors. Yeah, and so make sure that we know what the recovery process is looking like. We follow all the guidelines. We fill out appropriate paperwork. We ask for appropriate paperwork from doctors, you know, and so forth. We just need to really follow up to show, first and foremost, that we care about the employee. Yeah. Because that really, I mean, we're protecting the company here, no doubt, but We've got to make sure that employee knows it's not just all about business. Yeah, you can text them and say, hey, hope you're feeling better. That'll make your employee keep from getting disgruntled, you know, keep them happy. Yeah. And, and you know, it just you're doing the right thing and, and just keeping in touch with the situation. And you, the more you know, the better you can be prepared. Exactly. So, exactly. Um, it, it, this little thing with their doctors, staying in touch with their doctors, where is crossing the line with the treatment and the care here? Well, um. Except for what is allowed through workers' comp specifically. Like, we just can't call up the doctor and, you know, start talking turkey about the employee's situation. Um, But there are chains to follow and there are guidelines and we just need to stay within those. Yep. Okay. Exactly. So um, the next point is use return to work light duty programs. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe someone needs to get back to work. You want them back at work. And, you know, but maybe they can't be lifting 50 pound bags of concrete anymore, you know, or at least not for maybe three more months, you know. So what can they do? You know, let's make sure that's evaluated. The employer is, you know, like, again, in contact with the physician on making sure those certifications are coming through and the, you know, restrictions are clearly spelled out. Maybe it's helpful for the um, doctor to have a job description and you send that over and then they can say, okay, can do this, can't do that, can't do this, can't, you know, and they can really help you determine what that looks like. Yeah. Where the employee's at in the recovery process. It's almost like hiring a new employee when somebody comes back to work hurt because yeah. you, you're not just going to pile on the new employee a bunch of tasks that overwhelm them or right. they, they can't do at that time. So you just want to be careful right. uh, with that. Yeah. So our sixth and final point is know your insurance system. 
Yeah, and so this, the the workers' comp premiums, the system is based on um, classifications of how risky your business is, right? Yeah. And so, like construction, of course, yeah. extremely risky business. You yeah, know, yeah, you wouldn't want a construction insurance plan for a you know a six person office, right? And then yeah. like a six person office where nobody does anything except sit at the computer and answer phones and type. Yeah, where, and, you know. like in your situation, the floor mat was the problem. Yeah, you know, right. Exactly. Not that the would, scaffolding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we want to know like what our classification is. And, you know, we want to make sure that we do get the best rates. And that's where an agent who maybe can look around for us and is not Mm -hmm. just locked into one company is a better option when we're actually out there looking. Yeah, you can almost outsource this to, you know, where you're not the one signing the, you know, signing it up and doing the research and things like that. There's people who have jobs to do this for you. So you can, this is almost something, a task you can kind of outsource and have an agent um, set up for you, just Absolutely. like you would your car insurance, your home insurance, things like that. So exactly, works just exactly m- the same way. Just make sure you don't like just let them tell you anything. You know, yeah. just make sure you're you're really understanding the process. Yeah, be informed. Yeah, obviously. be informed. Definitely, that's all we're saying. So, yeah, yeah. So those are really you know six really cool hot tips. Again, I read this out of an article in Business Management Daily, and I just thought you know so great. You know, we've put our own spin on some of these tips, obviously. Um, but bottom line is, this is just great advice, no matter who it comes from, yep. that we need to be aware, be informed, be interested, you know, be concerned, and follow all the rules. Yep. Yeah. It's so, the end of the day. Yeah. So a little, uh, little um, knowledge there about workers' comp and what you can do to help yourself and your organization in this situation. That's it. Okay. Well, until next time, I'm Mason Merrill. And I'm Lisa Smith. The Audit Secure. To find out more about us, visit helpdesksuites.com slash podcast. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And tune in weekly for new episodes.